Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Well, friends, here we are. Happy 2021. We are kicking off the new year with a podcast. Now, I bet many of you guys are expecting me to come in here and talk about New Year's resolutions or goal setting or defining your word for the year, all of that. And I am not going to do that today. I had thought about it, to be honest. That was what had been on my plan but something wasn't sitting right with me in doing it because there's so much of that content out there right now. And there's a lot of great resources. So instead I decided to circle back to the work-life harmony community where people post their questions and are constantly asking what, you know, what is the number one problem you're having right now? And so I said, well, let me go back to the community and find what is the biggest heartache, headache, every ache that people are having. And let's kick off the new year tackling that. So I'm sure and it wasn't a surprise for me to see it either, but the number one thing is how do I get out of a place from feeling overwhelmed? And since we're starting a new year, I was like, this, this really is a great topic to dive into because the last thing I want is for you guys to set foot into this new year in a place where you're we're what a couple days in and you're feeling overwhelmed already. So this is one of my favorite things to teach. I talk about this process often. It's one I use regularly. It's one all of my clients use, and it's one that I know works. And I'm actually going to share some of the brain science with you in why it works. So let's dive in. I'm going to be sharing the four steps that you can take anytime you find yourself in a complete state of overwhelm. And for those of you that are already using this, it's a great refresher to hear it again and make sure you share this with any of your friends out there that you know can benefit. Now, because we are here in the new year, as promised, I have scheduled another one of my epic top boot camps, which is all things time management and organization to skyrocket your productivity. This boot camp I've run it a number of times. People come back for it a second and a third time because we have such an amazing time there. So it is going to kick off. It's completely free. We're going to get things started Monday, January 11th. I do a live training every day for five days at noon. Eastern. So it is not a big time commitment from you, but the value that you get at the back end of it is massive. So if you want to join in on the next top bootcamp, head on over to megansumrall.com forward slash top bootcamp, get yourself signed up there. And I can't wait to get that going as well. Let's get started. 
Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. Just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Well, hello. Welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Happy 2021. This is the first episode here in 2021. I probably spent more time than I should have mulling over like, what could be the best like kickstart to the year? Should we talk about goal planning, goal setting? Everybody's doing that right now. So I decided instead of thinking through what I wanted to start the year off with, I went back and looked over the top questions that I get asked. And I looked back over the last 12 months and without a doubt, hands down, the number one thing that people come in saying, this is the biggest struggle I am having is feeling overwhelmed. Now I even created a little free guide on how to help get yourself out of overwhelm. But since it is a reoccurring theme over and over and over again, I knew that this was something that we just needed to zero in on and talk through my four-step process for ditching the overwhelm and getting back into action. And that's exactly what we are going to cover here today. And honestly, I think the timing of it being a new year isn't such a bad thing because maybe you're struggling with even thinking about how to be successful for the new year because you're still just so darn overwhelmed and you have been and you've been stuck there for a really long time. So let's dive in and talk through the four steps that you can do any time you are in a state of overwhelm. This is likely not something you're going to do once in your life and then never have to revisit it. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. So let's jump in. Step number one is this. You are going to do what a lot of people just call a brain dump. What we're doing here is we are taking all the things that are churning in our head, the things that wake us up at two o'clock in the morning, the things that constantly keep us distracted, the things that prevent us from staying focused, the never ending churn in your head of all the things that you're thinking about that need to get done. You guys know, you know exactly what I'm talking about because the churn is a mixture of everything. It's something that you need to do at home. It's that phone call that you need to make. Oh, it's that form that's due that you can't forget about. And oh gosh, did I get that? Did I get that birthday present? Oh, wait, did I get my social media content planned for the week? Oh, have I followed up with that, with that customer? Oh gosh, do I have stuff to pack for lunch for next week? The constant noise and churn that is going on in our head that just leaves us feeling really overwhelmed. The very first thing we need to do is get it out of our head and get it physically out onto a piece of paper. Now, I really do prefer using either post-it notes 
or you guys know, if you've been listening to me for a long time, my love for Trello. Trello is a great tool for using in this getting out of overwhelm brain dump experience. But you can always open up a Google Doc, grab a notebook. The point of this is you have to get it out of your head and it needs to be written or typed out somewhere where you can see all of it. And there's actually a a real fundamental reason why this is the first step. So I really geek out on all things brain science when it relates to how it helps us stay productive, time management, all of that. And when you are trying to keep track of all that stuff in your head, and you're always trying to prioritize in your head, that is one of the most taxing things you can ask your brain to do. And so by constantly letting that churn and churn and churn in there, you are zapping all of the energy and the power that your brain has so quickly. It's no wonder by like noon or one o'clock, you're exhausted and you're not sure why it's because your brain is working on overdrive. So when we can just go through that first step of getting everything out of our head and then written out onto a piece of paper where we can see it, just that first step, you will notice an instant relief that kind of comes over you emotionally and mentally. So it's like, oh, I've just released all of that from my head and now your brain can quiet down and it's not churning quite so much. Now I get asked what should go on this list? Literally everything that is churning in your head. That example, it might be, you know, oh, I've got to run to the grocery store. I need to clean out that email inbox. Oh, that closet upstairs is bugging me. Oh, I need to get this report done. I've got to get this thing planned. Anything and everything. It doesn't matter what the category is in terms of, you know, personal, family, work, business, whatever. Get all of it out where you can see it. That is step one. Now, what do we do with it? Well, this is steps two, three, and four. So the second step in this process, now that you've got it all out where you can see it, it's out of your brain and now where your brain can visually see it. And again, back to brain science, when your brain can see something, there's a visual for it. It's a million times easier for it to process, organize, and prioritize that information. So now the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to look through that list and you're going to ask yourself, what on this list is something that I could literally go knock out in like two minutes or less? Because usually there's a handful of those things in there. The quick, oh, I've got to send the email for this, or I need to just go put a stamp on this envelope and get it into the mailbox. The quick thing that you needed to go, you know, start the load of laundry, whatever it may be, you're looking at this list and saying, what on here is something I can knock out in two minutes or less? Once you have that, and this is why I love like post-it notes or Trello, because Trello is kind of like an electronic version of post-it notes. You're going to take those, you're going to pause, and you're going to go do them right there in the moment. Usually, whenever I go through this process, there's rarely anything more than like six things on that brain dump that are truly things I can just knock out in a couple of minutes. But I'll stop and I'll go do all of those. And so if you just go into action for 10 to 20 minutes, you are going to feel incredible because 
you've already got a handful of those things off your list. So now you're starting to feel that energy and that kind of adrenaline rush of now actually having gotten some things done. So once you've done that, now once in a blue moon, I will do a brain dump and there's nothing on there that is a quick two minute or less. If there truly isn't, then you're just going to move on to step three. So now the third step is I go back to the remaining things that I have brain dumped and I go through them and I ask myself the question of what on here has to, and I not want to, but has to be done in the next 48 hours. Truly, it is due. It absolutely has to get done in the next 48 hours. I will take that subset of of tasks, things on my list from my brain dump. So maybe when you've gone through there, you've come up with five things that that you say to yourself, yes, indeed, these I have got to get done in the next 48 hours. Now, once you've identified those, you are going to go to your calendar, which for me, I am opening up my top planner, my day planner. That is a planner I built. It's the planner I use. It is my command center. And I bring those five things to my top planner. And because I have identified that these are urgent, they have got to get done in the next 48 hours. And none of these are those quick two-minuters because I've already done those. I am going to look at my planner and I'm actually going to not just write down on a task list, oh, I need to do this tomorrow. I'm going to take it one step further and identify when I'm doing it. So now I'm going to create the actual appointment on my calendar for those five things I've identified that need to get done in the next 48 hours. Now, two things are happening here when you do this. Number one, you are helping yourself prioritize. You are reducing the noise of maybe the 25 things that you brain dumped. And now you're zeroing in your focus on, oh, okay, I'm going to feel calmer because I don't need to do 25 things today. I've identified there's only five that need to get done actually in the next 48 hours. So you'll notice your anxiety and your stress around that churn really starts to diminish. Now, the second thing that you're doing here when you're creating that appointment on your calendar, you are making the commitment to yourself of when it's going to get done. So let's say I'm doing a brain dump maybe on a, you know, a Tuesday late afternoon where I'm just feeling completely overwhelmed. Well, I'm looking ahead and maybe I'm identifying a chunk of time on Wednesday, maybe from 10 to 11, I see I can get two of the things done. And then on Thursday, I'm going to get one of them done from nine to 10 and the other two I'm going to do from one to two. So that could just be an example. Now, what's going to happen for me is when I go to bed on Tuesday night, I'm going to be able to relax and actually get some sleep because my brain's not going to be going, oh my God, I got to get that done. Oh, when am I going to get that done? Instead, I'm going to be able to relax because now I'm telling myself, it's good, Megan. You know, tomorrow you're going to get those two things done. And then the next day you're going to get the other three done. So again, that overwhelm starts going away. And now you start stepping back into the place you want to be, which is controlling your calendar instead of everything else controlling you. So that's step three is picking out those things for the next 48 hours and then actually getting them into appointments on your calendar. Now, the final step in this process, some people stop there. 
I encourage you to take it to step four. Step four is now going back into that overwhelm list that you've brain dumped. Now you've, you know, you've already gotten rid of the things that are going to take two minutes or less. You've done those. You've pulled off the next 48 hours. Those are in appointments in your calendar. So you can get rid of those, you know, items on your list. Now you're going to scan back through your list and say, what else on this list is a have to for this week? So not the next 48 hours, but before the end of the week. And so you may find another handful of items that truly have to get done this week. Now, this is, I love going to this step and taking it to this step four for a number of reasons. First of all, is recognizing everything doesn't have to be done right now. We as women, oh my gosh, how many times are you overcommitting and setting unrealistic expectations on yourself, right? Because we make a list of all the things we think we need to do and we mentally go into the place of, and they all have to get done right now. Well, when you take the thoughtful time to say, okay, out of all these things churning in my brain, what really has to get done this week and what can I let go of? until my next weekly planning session. So maybe you, you know, by the time I go through this, I usually find that a good 30 to 40% of the things that were churning in my head and stressing me out aren't even things that are important enough to get on my, it has to get done this week. But because I get into that snowball of overwhelm that we get into, we just start picking up more of those snowflakes as the snowballs rolling down the hill and everything feels urgent and everything feels important. So you're going to go identify what are the things left that I know need to get done this week. And then you're going to go back to your planner and you're going to create those tentative appointments for when you're going to get them done. Now, if it's further into the future, you may not be at a place where you can say, you know, if it's a Monday, you may not be able to be at a place where you can say, I'm going to work on this Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning. You may just choose on Friday to pencil in. I've got to get this done some point during the day. So you may find at this point, it's a combination of appointments versus tasks. I've got a whole nother podcast on appointments versus tasks that I recorded last year. Uh, So you can always go back and, and take a listen to that. So once you've gone through step four, now what do you do with the rest of that overwhelm list? Well, you're gonna queue that up and set it aside for your next weekly planning session. And so when you sit down on either Friday or Sunday, I personally do Sundays to plan your next week, you're going to go grab the rest of those items from your brain dump, and you're going to determine if now you need to work those into your next weekly plan or not. Now, my process for weekly planning, that is a much lengthier topic. I go, that's really the core premise around my entire top program is really learning how to do effective and efficient, super powerful weekly plans. But this ditch, ditching this overwhelm process that I've laid out here for you, again, as I said at the beginning, this is not something you're going to do once in your life and be like, well, that's it. I'm out of overwhelm and everything is you know hunky-dory for the rest of my life. Absolutely not. Things happen in our lives. Days happen. Situations happen. Pandemics happen. Things that just kind of set us into a state of overwhelm. It happens to me as well. One of the key times without fail, I always feel this way, is when I'm coming back from an extended vacation or time off. I'm sure you guys can relate to this. 
where you've just, you know, maybe you've taken a week off, you've gone, you know, to the mountains for a week or hiking or the beach or whatever. You've checked out. It's been this great week. Now you pack up the car and you're driving home. And as you start driving home, even though technically you're still on vacation, all of a sudden that overwhelm starts creeping in for me because I start thinking about, I've got to do all the, I've got all the laundry, the car's full of laundry. We have no food in the house. I'm going to need to figure out what we're going to be eating. Oh, the house is going to be a mess. And I'm going to have all those emails I need to catch up on. And all of that starts creeping in every single time I come back from an extended vacation. The very first thing I do when I get home is I go through this exact process because what it allows me to do is knock off a few key quick things as soon as I get home, those two minutes or less, and then lay out a strategic plan for the rest of it that's realistic so that I can actually go to bed on that last day of my vacation, not feeling strung out about the next day. I can relax going, it's okay. I've brain dumped everything that's in my head. I've got a plan to make sure the most important things are getting done over the next week. So that's a definite place where I use this often. But this is something where anytime you find yourself almost just feeling paralyzed, where you there's just so much to do, you don't even know where to start. This is the exact process that you can go through. So we'll do a quick recap here on the four steps. Step one is your brain dump. Get it out of your head and get it the ent- every single thing you can think of where you can physically see it. Then you're going to pick out your two minute or lessers and you're going to go do them right there on the spot. Just go knock it out. Then you're going to identify what has to be done. Notice I said has to, this is not a want to in the next 48 hours, you're going to go create the appointment on your calendar in the next 48 hours for those items. Then you're going to circle back and say what truly has to get done just this next week. And then you're going to you know, go through a planning process to get those into your calendar. Then you're just going to let the rest sit there until you sit down and do the following week's strategic weekly planning session. And you will find that this builds on itself in terms of just every single step along the way, your anxiety reduces, your productivity increases, and you get back into a place of harmony again instead of feeling completely overwhelmed. So earmark this episode, come listen to it anytime you're stuck in a state of overwhelm again, because this is a tool for you to add to your toolbox as we kick off this new year and know that it is here for you to use absolutely any time you need it. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.